Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most true golfer. And it's your favorite co-host, as a go offer, aka the Boy Wonder, aka El Nino. Ah, ha ha. Look at the camera. Because <laughs> there is one. All right. We're here, y'all. I want to go ahead and say thank you so much for bearing with us through these trying times of two years without any visual side to our podcast. But today's different. You know why today's different? Why? Because me and you, two black kings, we decided to offer a seat at the table to our brother, Zakora. Yo. Even though I don't know if he wanted his name out there because at the end of the day. Zakora, go ahead and say something to the people, man. What's up? All, all right. right, they couldn't hear anything you said. It's all good. Round of applause for the back. How's your week been, though? Fuck. Uh, my week's been good, man. Honestly, I wanted to go ahead and start off by saying it's been good, but you know, fuck my week. You know, y'all can see my where my shirt says. Uh, that's not indicative of who I am. I had to borrow one for the pod. It's more of Chuka's personality, but you know, we'll go ahead and roll on to my actual week. But yeah, it's been fun. I've tried to lock in and minimize going out with y'all and like doing things. I know we're kind of trying to Chuka slow pod? it down a little bit. This nigga don't even like to hang out with his brother no more. You got to make money sometimes. And, you know, my bank account is not looking like Oprah's and I'm trying to get it there. So, okay, for surely. How's your um, week been? Uh, My week's been cool. It's been a lot of kind of working, really. I mean, I've been working. Don't get me wrong. But I I can't even say what I want to say because what if these niggas accidentally click my shit? So, you know what? I love my job. Shouts out to y'all. What if they did? Honestly, fuck them. No, I love them niggas. Please don't ever talk about my place of employment like that. But that being said, it's been just basically working, hanging out with friends. Um, Shout out to everybody this week just because we ended up having a couple little occasions, you know, just like out of the blue, whatever. And they ended up being fun. And um, we were back on our Swole Patrol gang. You know, we got back into the gym. I was trying to take Esgo from Minnie Mouse to Mickey. You know what I'm saying? He says that, but I was really trying to show my boy the ropes. You've been looking good recently, though. Keep it up, man. I'm proud of you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And so other than that, though, we've just been chilling. We've just been trying to get things together for the pod. Just been working on a little background stuff that we should have been worked on. But we got a good product. So we're working on everything else now. It's a little late. Let's do it. That being said, let's roll straight into heat checks. What what have you been listening to this week? What's Uh, your whole thing? You know, of course, RIP to the man. I've said this, I feel like, every week for, like, since he died now. But the Deluxe album, uh, Pop Smoke's album, just came out. So I've been listening to a lot of that. I enjoyed that a lot recently and honestly i've been listening to throwbacks of the, uh, like jay and smith's album or mixtape from a little while ago too like the um sunset tapes but yeah for my actual heat check itself it actually comes off pop smoke's new deluxe album and it is called <clears throat> wow iced out Automars featuring a uh, daffy woo so that song is kind of crazy i'm not gonna lie y'all should go ahead and listen to it it got immediately added to the party playlist for whenever you know people are out and about next year because this year is seeming like it's been canceled completely next year is going to really be the vibes and we're going to see if people are still rocking with it all right sounds good sounds good this week you know what i'm saying i decided to um i decided to continue on the black love you know what i'm saying say little baby train no 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 no. little baby still in rotation obviously album of the year but i tried to you know be an example for black love you know what i'm saying i like to let people know that us as a black community we're trying to come together and we're trying to uplift everybody right mm-hmm. and so this week i wanted to shout out flo millie shout out to my baby girl flo millie um she put out the ho wise you here project and you know what i like that bitch nigga that's you a fire you song on you gonna give me no, 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 no. I'm never giving Esgo any credit ever for any bad bitch music because he makes fun of so much bad bitch music that I listen to. I don't to. make fun this of it. This nigga hates me. I don't make fun of it. I don't think I actually hate my brother, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It might have been two weeks ago. 
I heard some shit. I know you didn't hear, hear Flo Millie. Maybe if you heard about her before two weeks ago, I didn't put you on. But I heard some shit from somebody. Shout out to Catherine. And I definitely mentioned it in one of our podcasts. So y'all can go ahead and backtrack the actual receipts and the actual facts and go ahead and let this man know. All right. Well, damn, I guess call me out like that. But um, <laughs> other than that, you want me to just get right into it? I let's mean, shit, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm feeling sure, good, man. Kevin Gates released a single called Difficult. That shit was hard. But once again, I, we've gone on on this podcast many a time to talk about the fact that... Strictly Ke- on his music. Yeah, strictly on his music. Kevin Gates might not be a the best person to a lot of people when you're not listening to him in your headphones, but... That being said, he makes nothing but hard music, so music shout out bangs, to him. Man. Smino, J.I.D., and Kenny Beats put out a song this weekend called Baghetti. Mm-hmm. That shit speaks for itself because, I mean, <laughs> it's Smino fucking brown. <laughs> I feel like Smino and the J.I.D. combo is just two of the smoothest niggas in the rap game right now. So we had no choice but it to be fire. And somehow Kenny Beats keeps on finding his way into these. And I'm not, Whoa, I'm not even mad at it because Kenny's doing his damn thing, too. Yes, Sirski. And then there was the Drake Only You Freestyle. I mean, that went hard. Drake gave us Habibi Drake, which was fire. You know what I'm saying? He unlocked a different form, a different mode for us. That shit was crazy to me because Drake is like Christopher Columbus, except mm-hmm. for when he goes exploring into other people's countries, he makes them better hmm. every single time. I was going to say, you know, that's tough. I was going to say like Rosetta Stone, but this man's Christopher Columbus. <laughs> He's Christopher Columbus, except for he don't just come in and take your shit while trying to fuck you up at the same time. You got to respect it. It's just yes, love sir. at that point. And so shouts out to Drizzy on that mm-hmm. one and Hetty One. I don't want to forget the other half of the freestyle because that shit was hard from top to bottom. Um, I just downloaded Gang Shit Only 2 by Lil CJ Casino. So I wanted to shout that out because Lil CJ Casino has only made good music as well. I don't know how, like, one of my young niggas put me on, shouts out to Saeed, and he put me on like... um three years ago to yeah. little cj casino and i i just three years ago three years ago wow and so every single time he's put out a project i just instantly downloaded it because one of the first times and i know we've talked about him before on the podcast but mm-hmm. one of the first times that he played it because he was one of the young niggas at the shop i'm not gonna lie to you like back when i um worked for my friend's smoke shop that he used to own and he was one of the young niggas that like we would play music on speakers and shit in there all the time right yeah. and he was one of the ones that would be chilling in there and every time the young niggas suggested music I played it sometimes, but sometimes these niggas be giving me trash, like gave me some garbage, right? And it's because I'm old. I get it. I'm old. So some of the shit I so never playing straight into the stereotype bro, at that point. That's fine. But I didn't want to hear an RIP to this man. Don't get me wrong. But it's like 98% of the suggestions were Juice World songs. And I was fucking with it, like half of them until like these niggas only, only played the same shit. Nigga, I'm trying to hear other shit too, right? Mm-hmm. And then Saeed said, nah, you heard a little CJ Casino? I was like, um... No, like, why the fuck would I ever press play on a nigga's music whose name is Lil CJ fucking? Because the music is tough. But then the second I pressed play on his music, I was like, I never want to hear anything that doesn't come from Lil CJ Casino. So Mm -hmm. I only listened to his whole catalog since then, and everything he's dropped has been hard. So big shout out to Lil CJ Casino. I know after I heard uh, the Times Three, like little Britney Spears toxic flip or whatever, like you showed me, that my whole perspective on that man changed, and he instantly became an artist. Unlikely that got hella plays and rotations out of me. So honestly, good music too. He does make the turn up kind of shit though. So you're not oh listening to it if you're trying to study or something. The like, way that you know what ass, you're trying to do when you're like listening to CJ Casino. The way that ass moves at a party when times three comes on is different. Crazy different. 
And so Lil CJ Casino will always have respect for me because yeah. that's a beautiful site. And so shouts out to him. And uh, J. Cole put out a two-pack this week. Mm-hmm. They're both songs coming from his upcoming tape, which he didn't make sure to let us know. Does not have a release date yet. But the songs are called Lion King on Ice and The Climb Back. I'm going to be think? real with you. <laughs> that nigga's snapping. That nigga was snapping on both of them. Mm-hmm. Like He he was kind of giving... It sounded like two songs that were kind of like Just In Case Y'all Forgot mm-hmm. songs. You know what I'm saying? When a nigga gets into Just In Case Y'all Forgot bag. When you know I'm not being talked about like y'all were talking about me two years ago when I was on the crazy feature run. And y'all liked my album. Y'all liked the Dreamville Project, yeah. etc. But I'm going to remind y'all while y'all talk about Drake and Kendrick, I'm still J. Cole. Yeah, it's nice because I know compared to like, I guess, Middle Child and things like that and whatever kind of like you know singles that have come out from j cole throughout the years whatever recently at least these are very reminiscent of the j cole that's trying to bar you out like and will give you bars about the most beautifully written story you know at the same time as he's doing it and it's nice because he really does paint like a good picture of whatever he's trying to talk about through his rhymes and really does deliver like artistry and so shout out to an artist like that i don't know how many more albums he really has in him but i know he swears this is the last one but if this is the last one this is going to be one of his best ever and i'm sure of it it's got to be his best the caliber of music he's been making it's going to be interesting seeing him because i don't want to go on too much of like a little bit of a tangent here but we can give cole a little time but because it's like it's the cole kendrick drake talking shit this all the albums that they're about to drop are going to be some of their last unless you're drake trying to make music when you're 50 which drake seems like he's going to fall into that category of and he's going to make the best music still when he's 50 i don't know why this nigga heat maker mm-hmm. however though like those people when they finally drop their stuff and transition out of it's going to be like a very cool time to see in music and rap especially because i don't know if we have any one piece fans out there but it's like gold roger dies and all of a sudden who who's up next Okay, who wants sure. it? So Who's I'm on your short list of like popping young niggas that is up next? And I have to take two names out of this pot because they can't be called up next when they're doing gold first week. Uzi's not in this pot. And um, Travis Scott is clearly not in this pot. Like up next, like don't have any type of a buzz. Not don't have, have any. Like little it's just like looking like they're going from the B tier to the A tier to the possibly S tier. It, it sucks because I wish this uh, question was asked months ago. And but still in 2020, because I would have said Roddy Rich off it before his last album dropped. But that doesn't even matter now. Roddy's a bit early for me, but that's somebody I could agree with just talent wise. Mm-hmm. That's that was one of the few I had on like my short list of people that would be up next in this music shit. But now it's like kind of a weird time for me, especially because I've settled more into the I listen to more established artists now. So if I tap back it's into tears, my bag though, and like really drop down, I, I yeah, tears, but cause little baby's my number one answer, obviously, but I, for, for this. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Gauge. Like okay. little baby, I think is in the, the one spot right now oh. for the niggas that are clearly pushing their way into y'all are going to be talking about me, like the Meeks, the Drakes, yeah. the, the like top of the rap game, like yeah. 30 year olds. Now the, the people in their twenties that are taking that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, you'd have to come back to me on that. That's a hard we'll question. We'll save that one. We'll yeah. save that one for sure. I like it, though. And so just keeping it on music, since most of the news we have this week is music news, yeah. I want to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. I want to start us to, with a I need R.I.P. to talk about okay. some other albums that dropped before we move on completely. Yeah, for sure. Go like ahead. into like the rest of this, though. Oh, my Because, again, like, I know we, we did talk, but we did skip over Pop Smoke's Deluxe album, which is I'm not going to skip that. that was last week. It, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. We didn't talk about it, though. I uh, mentioned it. I don't think we... Oh, anyway. 
regardless if we mentioned it or whatever, I don't think we actually gave it like the dive because I think we might have said that we were going to like chill down and sit down and like really listen and come back to and things like that. Yeah, go ahead, though. But I think it anyway. Um, some of my favorite things off of it, showing off part one and two, were incredible, and it's nice to see like five yo on the album like we wanted to see the first time even though we didn't get it and i feel like this deluxe no, my been fault my fault we didn't talk about it go ahead the original yeah and so iced out automars uh featuring Daffy. well like i already said for my heat check was probably my favorite song off of it a lot of these those first three songs or i guess excluding hotel lobby were complete vibes for like the turn up and scene and things like that however as you make your way down he really does try and put like a different feel on it and different things incorporating songs like she feeling nice with jamie fox I mean the Diana remix throwing in a whole nother vibe to it. It's whatever you that showing off too is dangerous. Oh, that was definitely my mind, but I just love the five yo pop energy. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, I've been dancing ADD bouncing off the walls the whole time in here. So I mean that's like the shit I really just fuck with at the moment. Exactly. And one more person, cause I know this person's young and some of their music really does scream, I'm a teenager. But on this podcast, we like to give shine to whoever and all artists and things like that, that, you know, we find their music, uh, paintings, whatever, like kind of artistry they do in some vein, especially if I see potential in it myself. So the Kid Leroy just dropped his first mixtape, Fuck Love, that I feel like this guy is 16, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. By the time he's 20, he's going to be one of the bigger names that we hear in rap. I hope he's just Leroy by then. Oh, I'm sure. But, you know, when you're 16, having a name called The Kid, I don't think is really that bad of a for thing. For sure. For sure. But I just hope he doesn't Joey Badass and keeps it and this nigga almost 30. Oh, no, this nigga my age. Joey Badass is not almost. Yeah, I was about to no, say. No, he's my age, though. He's still Joey Badass with two money signs. Nigga, your music is too fire. That nigga also just released a, two, a three pack, which was super hard. Don't get me wrong. It's just like when I heard Joey Badass and I was 19, I was like, ooh, I'm excited, Joey Badass. And now his music quality, music ability, and all that have only gotten better. But I get less excited to press Are you really play. lingering on the name? Bro, it's like, bro, when I click on it and it has two money signs, I just be thinking, bro, you get beautiful women. You have so much money. You are almost 30. Like, I'm almost 30. You know what I'm saying? His age rounds up there like mine mm-hmm. does. It's like, bro, you might just need to be Joey at this point. You feel me? Like, I'm sure he'll make that little <laughs> switch up. But when you're a well-established artist like that, I know it is always big to rebrand and really toss out your whole shit because a lot of people search you by a specific name and specific thing. So, like, if they're not really consistent fans and you do a whole rebranding, they're lost to the wayside. So how about Bow Wow? What about Bow Wow? He went from Lil Bow Wow to Bow Wow. He grew up, nigga. Yeah, and certain people stopped fucking with Bow Wow, but he also got a lot more fans in other ways. Like, a rebranding is just... So you don't think Bow Wow is a legend? I don't know. Bow Wow, Ray J, or Soulja Boy. Y'all see it. It's not even y'all hear it. Y'all see it. Bow Wow, Ray J, or Soulja Boy. Why are you giving me these three names? Because they're the leaders of this new generation. And I want to see where your loyalty lays. I got to say one? Yeah, say one. got to say one. Mm-hmm. Bow wow. That's the wrong answer, nigga, because Ray Bow J started wow. all this saying, shit. Ray J, I'm not saying Y'all remember this. Ray I'm J started all of this shit. I'm not saying either. Big Soldier's right there, too. Bow Wow's the third. Anyways, let's continue on. There was definitely an album, but shouts out to the Kid Leroy, 100%. Mm-hmm. There was an album that we completely did not talk about this week. There's two of them. Three of them, wow. One is gonna drop one of the deluxe. Right, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I wish we had Cullen here for that because he got really excited to talk about Gunna last week when we just said Gunna <laughs> and thought that he heard Gunna. 
Jesus Christ. But we haven't, I haven't, I won't say we, I'll say I haven't gotten to the deluxe since I didn't care that much. Personally, it takes a lot to draw me to a deluxe album just because I've already listened to your 20 album, 20 songs that you put out now because that's just the typical hotspot it seems yeah. like for music now. So then when niggas put out the deluxe, it'd be 30 songs and it's just like, nigga, I got a life too. But that being said, it's like, I don't know. Uh, I know it's probably fine. Like, gonna only make good music too. So, I mean, like, I know his that shit is probably hard. Um, the Logic dropped his final album. Uh. And I wanted to give it a shout because it is his final project. He says he's retiring, blah, blah, blah. That being said, I'm never pressing play. Why? You had I'm to ruin such to, a I, sweet moment. Well, how, what do you <laughs> mean? You're, you're so sure you're never going to press play I'm on never it. going to listen to that. Never. There's too much good music out. Too much. I'm, how do you know that's not good music? It's okay because I don't want to know. Bro, that's so, all right. I'm just going to say, to be honest, I'm not the biggest Logic fan. Uh, his first album was really good to me. Have I listened to much more since? No. But I feel like he's someone who's caught so much heat along the way of his career. Because this nigga white and black. And to be retiring. Because <laughs> this nigga biracial, bro. Is that why he's catching heat? Because yeah, he's biracial? Yes. It's colorism, nigga. We buy into it. I'm dark skinned. How is, I feel like you're not, you're just saying shit now. I feel like you're trying to just, I don't even know what's going on, but I'm going to start putting a little bit more respect on that man's name because to see someone who's been so like whatever, a big, I want to, he's a, he's a big name. Yeah. Someone who's been such a big name since I was in high school and like making rap and like friends listen to, well, I would see old Call of Duty montage videos with fucking Logic and all these things. For him to be retiring, I feel like that's a moment you give a, a little bit of a round of applause. Like, you know, you did your career. I'm not man. clapping for the white man. He's black too. Bro, he's half Cause black. Cause he got curly hair. This nigga like Sean King. Is Clay Thompson black? Yes. But Clay Thompson's a shooter, so I knew he was black. What's that? Logic actually raps. Like, I I'm just kidding. Giving, giving Logic all. I know credit. all jokes aside, but like at some point you got to give some respect. All credit where credits due. Logic obviously like every album's been a top five in his career. He sells out arenas. He has millions of fans. I just happen not to be one of them. So it's just nothing's like, wrong with that. Which is nothing. You said can't be. That's crazy. There's no <laughs> way I'm pressing play ever. I just like to keep an honest environment. Yeah, so yeah. I never want the accidental play that Logic may give us one day, right? And I want him to know I will happily. You talk to him. He seems like a cool human being. I heard he was a sweetheart. I just know myself. I'm never yeah, pressing okay, play. Okay. I'm never doing that. But on another album that I'm probably never pressing play on, we do have to give shouts to Taylor Swift because I heard she made a great album this week. Does Taylor Swift need our props? She needs our props, bro. She does needs she, our does she in any way need our props? Because she's going to make her bag. And I'm not really listening to the. Ah, let me take a step back. I was trying to fool a chuka for a second. Uh, I'll give T-Swizzle the fucking listen. I just heard it was a lot years. of sad music, and I've just been too happy to listen to sad music lately. So it's just like, I know that sounds cliche, but it's like, I'm never... I'm somebody that enjoys listening to music for my moods, right? Yeah. And so like, when I'm sad, I listen to sad music. And, or I listen to uppity music to try to get me un, like out of being sad, right? But sometimes you like to sit and stew in the sadness and just feel, right? Yeah. Like it's just good to feel these emotions sometimes. So I feel that. It's just like this album, there's a long time before it gets placed for me. It might have to get cold outside. And it's not even just because of the vibe of it being cold and like dreary and like that kind of mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's like... I've been on a hot streak, nigga. It's going to take a little second for me to go down. And so by that time, I think it might be a little cool outside when I have a little yeah. seasonal depression. I'll be like, ooh, let me throw in the T-Swift. You got you a know seasonal depression going on. Trying to tap into some past bags and some past vibes. For sure. Reminisce. For sure. Yeah. But I, I definitely know. wanted to give shots there. That's cool, though. But, you know, getting into, I guess, I, 
non-album related, but still music news, right? Um, I will. Most of the stuff we do have this week is music news, but and then we have some sports stuff near the end, of yeah. course. Shouts out to Mike Tyson. But it's like one thing I do want to go ahead and say to start us off before we even get mm-hmm. into the shit is R.I.P. to Regis Philbin and Man, that living, not living, but. He was a legend, and he was a legend while he was living. He was a super legend. Like, one, I've never seen somebody get hosed off of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's crazy. Not a day in my life. And he probably was doing it. I'm sure that nigga was slaying it. And a pause. But, I mean, like, two... Two, this nigga Regis lived 88 <laughs> I'm trying to keep it straight. <laughs> he threw it all. No, bro, do. look at Regis, bro. The demeanor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, to, to be honest, and it's, it's tough to talk about these things, especially when you have such old white people. But I feel like Regis has always been a relatively cool, like, kind person and things like that. He's always been like a Mr. Rogers type. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and the so happy-go-lucky nice guy. It was really no, nothing problematic about Regis. And it was kind of nice to see, like, him enjoy his career, enjoy his time. And 88 long years. 88 long years. You know what I'm saying? He lived yeah. a great life. He died of natural causes. It wasn't anything corona-related or anything like that. It's just, like, one thing with this pandemic that a lot of people have forgotten is... People still die from natural causes. People still die from other mm-hmm. things that aren't coronavirus. People still get regular sicknesses. If you see a nigga coughing in public, obviously, you never want to be in the way of somebody coughing. Like, that's just regular. I'm about to but say, it doesn't, nah, things change, bro. Since corona, if I see somebody cough now, I'm doing the niggas fastest teleport ever done. Niggas be I'm out of there. Bro, it's just like sometimes I'll hit the vape and I'll cough. And then, like, there'll be, like, a little old lady next to me, like... <laughs> who thinks she's about to see God? You know what I'm saying? Time. Like thinking I'm about to send her to her maker, and it's like, no, it's just this shit is strong sometimes. Yeah. Like, I feel you. But that being said, R.I.P. to Regis, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to make sure that you get a big "I love you" from the off space because that was somebody we watched a lot of that I shit. See. Mom had a lot of them shows on when we were Did a you kid. See the clip or whatever. I guess like it had to do with him because he was hosting the show at the time, where the guy calls in. Uh, to tell his daddy's about to win like whatever x amount of money because he knows the answer or whatever that was one of the biggest flexes i've ever seen that is hard Crazy. No, that was one of the that was one of the coolest things i think i've ever seen to be completely honest bro imagine you flex like that and then you miss the answer bro i'm that type of the nigga to do that like with my <laughs> confident ass i feel like it's i'd crazy. be like hey oh my you feel me like i just start showing her the facetime i'm like look at this crowd they're about to see me win a million dollars and i'm at five hundred thousand. they're gonna double it you know what i'm saying or I'm double it or you lose it all or double it or you lose it all and then they'll be like so what state is to the right of Texas? And I'll be like, man, nigga, this shit easy. Oakland, eh. <laughs> like throw my stupid ass out. out oh my goodness, I'm fighting that nigga. No, oh he's, he just goodness. passed. Obviously, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not really fighting an old white man. But I mean, like, I might swing on Esgo if he's on stage. It depends what you say. True, what I am say? fighting an old white man. And watch yourselves. We live in the South, nigga. Hey, but follow the All Space Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and Apple, and Spotify. Had to throw that random plug in there. Now, since we got the people watching a video, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still excited about this, and I know we got to roll into the rest of it. But I hope y'all are just as excited as we are. For sure, and so big, big shouts out there. Um, and other music related news, though, just to take it right back, I wanted to just give a quick little. Mm-hmm. Um, shouts to Snoop Dogg and DMX for the verses that they just did just because seeing there's big, no way that Snoop Dogg lost t- kill that nigga low key no 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 actually DMX came in hot the second half but Snoop won because Snoop has too many hits I'm about to say too many. Like DMX probably got like DM- one or two off of like the literally like the no 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 DMX has hits <laughs> hits because DMX that was DMX right? DMX is yeah, yeah DMX is one of the few people on this planet that has a diamond album you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I think one of the records for biggest crowds. It's crazy because Diamond Album, but how many time. of those did those age? Still at this time. Really? Yes. It's just like DMX 
huge legend. I never want to put no disrespect on him because DMX is cleaning the floor with a lot of these hip hop legends, like 95, 96% of these hip hop yeah. legends. But then you step into a room with a nigga like Snoop Dogg who had hits in the 80s, the 90s, the 2010s, and mm-hmm. the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga had hits he in could four really decades. could really still drop a hit, I feel like, if he wanted he could to drop. in this day and age. And so that's just too many hits to choose from. And so Snoop ended up winning to me, I think, like probably like 12, 8, 13, 7. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was just cool to see my main thing with these like fuck the competition and i love the banter with other people that like hip-hop and just talking about these things the main dope thing for me is seeing our older legends in our community like celebrated respectfully and i love seeing them enjoy themselves and having a good time and seeing them celebrated in a good light because a lot of people may not know because i know a lot of our listeners are our age or younger and we're definitely not the age group that was like older and out like while that DMX was, was the popping. true ones exactly. to be enjoying like these different so artists and not everybody knows about dmx's history and a lot of the stuff he's battled with like gone through but he's had lots of dark years lots of dark mm-hmm. times so seeing dmx next to snoop dogg which it seemed like they were homies blah 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 mm-hmm. but just like dancing yeah. jigging to songs and just like really getting into yeah. it like really brightened my day up and made me happy so I know. I'm happy to see him in a good place for real like cause black mental health is something that male mental health in general is something that we should be more focused on because the world likes to tell men like shut up mm-hmm. and tough it out for most of the time like when you're going through shit but I mean like just seeing black people especially because in our communities like we know as nigerians you know and just like foreign people in general mental alone, health is not taken black men it's definitely cast exactly. it off to the wayside exactly it's just like but, suck it up tough it out so just happy to see him in a good spot so I'm not shouts try- out to them i'm not trying to be morbid and so y'all bear with me but i know especially talking on what you were saying too it's nice to see these versus battles, even out of someone like me, who, to be honest, I didn't listen to like a whole lot of DMX like that past, like the, the most popular things that everyone did. But to see these versus battles come in with artists, again, that aren't from like the decade that you're really like rocking with and really grew up in. It's nice because let's say, you know, we all age and things like that are past. At this point, do you think people really understand how the day to day culture was of living in the 70s? Fuck the seventies, like the eighties, like the nineties. A, a lot real. of a lot. The nineties are on the way out too. With like the younger people, don't, like really younger, aren't going to really understand like what day to day and like life was to even be a kid, teenager, or whatever. So it's nice to see these people who at some point are going to be forgotten because everyone is. You know, we're all human beings. Like three thousand years down the line, they're not going to give a fuck about the off space. Maybe, but no, nah, they'll still be talking about the off space. I hope right there next to Drake on Mount Rushmore. I hope, but it is nice to see these people celebrated, especially while they're still living to an audience that might not have that they may not have ever been able to capture beforehand and that's one of my favorite things just to wrap up the verse segment though but that's one of my favorite thing about verses right because people like me who went out of our way because like you have to be real and i hate when people like try to act like the most od like hip-hop head like blah blah blah, this this that nigga i'm 26 right like when dmx was popping i wasn't even 10 years old yet you know what i'm saying yeah. there's no way i was out there what these bitches want from bro me somebody go. about you know my age said that little uh, no, i was gonna say little nas said that nas was trash and i'm talking about lonzo you know what i'm saying and that's people my age kind of you know at the end of the day they didn't really we didn't they necessarily didn't grow up on a certain kind of artist or a certain 
like group of artists but that's why these verses are special yeah. because somebody that didn't know about a lot of Snoop's hits or mm-hmm. didn't know DMX has a bag of hits like mm-hmm. a bag of hits like your comment like cause you're younger you know what I'm saying exactly. if they watch the verses they may cause verses always they get extremely like inflated streams after the verses cause it's a bunch of youth and a bunch of other people going through and saying yo let me check these artists out so I love introducing them mm-hmm. to the youth and introducing them to younger audiences man. absolutely and so Getting on to the rest, though. Speaking of black mental health, this next segment, Uh, we're going to speak on with respect. We're going to speak on with love. And I'm not going to speak on this with my normal chuka candor when it comes to this human being, because obviously, in my opinion, something is wrong. And I truly wish for the best for this human. And I do want to say that I love this person because of what they've personally done for me growing up. And so, like, I have been very critical of, yes, Kanye West, like, a lot of the times on the podcast. But just to give you guys a little bit of backstory, like, this week, he did a rally earlier this week. Actually, yeah. right after we filmed last week. South right? Carolina? It was in South Carolina. He did a rally for his presidential campaign, right? Yep. And he was out there saying stuff like Harriet Tubman didn't really, re- she didn't free slaves. She just had them work for other white men and like talking about like the abortion and just like weird things with. Kind of talking about how he that. like tried to get rid of his child and Kim stopped him, how he was like whatever. And he was crying. He, just, he was going through a mental break physically on stage. And that's tough to see when you know like how bad I guess some of these mental disorders, especially like because he suffers from bipolar. And so say knowing how bad those can get from like personal experiences dealing with people like that or like talking to people and whatnot and just seeing, I guess, the world feed into it because he's Kanye West. So uh, people are like, you know, they're almost egging it on like, oh, say what you got to say. Like, let's hear it and things like that instead of, bro, like take a step back and let's get you some help. Like, because it's, it's so tough to see somebody who meant so much to so many different people and was inquisitive and was thoughtful and caring at times just seem like he's just like breaking and even then it's just like i don't i don't want to sound like i'm defending some of the things he's saying because i don't but it's just like we have been in the room and we have been considered ourselves right just different thinkers right so sometimes you say things that people may not all the way understand how you are trying to present it or your point right Mm -hmm. and the deeper meaning may be something they need Okay, and so I don't want to take away and try to misread a lot of the things he was saying. Correct. But let me just read off a couple tweets, a couple. Like he said, they tried to fly in with two doctors to 5150 me. I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for prison reform in quotes. I got 200 more to go. This is my lady tweet of the night. Chris Jong-un, Lil Baby, my favorite rapper, but won't do a song with me. Which <laughs> I'm ba- sorry, which, I'm, not, I'm not trying to laugh Which right Lil now. Baby later tweeted, and nobody told him, he, uh, yeah, he wanted to do a song with him, because of course he wants to do a song with Kanye fucking West. And then he tweeted something else, like, Meek is my man and was respectful. That's my dog. Kim K was out of line. I'm worth $5 billion more than that through Christ, but y'all ain't listening to MJ. Now y'all believe them, quote unquote. Kanye's and worth $5 billion? He just said that out loud. It may be true like to be real with you with how big like easy gap and all that stuff but like that being like one thing that i i kind of just got upset with a lot of the community this week was a lot of people um egging it on right Mm -hmm. because 
I am not the most well-versed on mental health and I'm never going to act like I am. I think I do a good job for myself and I'm still learning every single day. And it's a process that you have to learn every single day, right? Just like I think the same with you. I think you have a pretty high emotional intelligence yourself, right? I look up to a lot of things you say and do and like how you carry yourself and how you keep yourself centered. But that also being said, it's just like, but it's like that also being said, it's like when you are clearly watching someone have a manic episode on social media right which he's done and i don't want to defend in terms of he's done that before every album since tlop so i don't want to act like it's all a part of a rollout it may all be a part of a rollout it smells like it's all a part of a rollout that being said regardless of the intentions regardless of the reasonings for it's somebody that needs to be covered with love right now it's somebody needs to be covered with prayers and yeah. thoughts from people and it's somebody quite frankly that the public needs to leave the fuck alone because one thing for certain, and I don't know if it's like validation tickets or validation bucks, whatever, yeah. but I mean, like we all know Kanye has always loved being the center of attention, right? Yeah. And he's always loved being the center of the mix and always loved the headlines, et cetera. And so I could see that twisting in, and I'm just, I'm just guessing, but I could see that twisting in with manic episodes in terms of he knows what instantly brings all the yeah. headlines to himself. And that being said, if people were to ignore him, I know the world's not going to ignore Kanye West, trust me. But Too if people big. were to ignore him, maybe he may listen to some of the people that try to get him help, may go with those doctors if need be, which once again, I've never I dealt with situations like that, so I don't want to sound insensitive. May take that medicine mm -hmm. that they say he, he's off at the moment, allegedly. But you know? I mean, A, going back to like, I guess the people egging it on and things like that, when you have people on um, social media or whatever. But in my room. Yeah, you can ignore that. But yeah, when you have people on social media, for the most part, you know they're gonna air out their opinions on whatever unfiltered, like unlike doctor. They're, I mean, shit. People don't even think before they tweet anymore. You know, they just let it fly. I know I don't, and I know I know you don't. So <laughs> basically, you have those moments from a community that might be a little bit more. I don't want to say sheltered, but more put into like a bubble with dealing with things like mental health and uh, just these different things that you see Kanye, like, I guess, projecting or, like, going through on interviews or on TV or on, like, live broadcasts, whatever. And so, at least in my own experience, I know it's really hard to get an understanding, especially of how you're supposed to navigate and deal with that as somebody who doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily afflicted with those same disorders when, um, when, again, and, like, trying to deal with that. So, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my whole train of thought here, but bear with me, y'all. So going through a personal experience and, and trying to... And I'll piggyback to, off that a little bit for you. But I'm saying oh, like no, after, before, after. yeah. What's helped me is being able to, A, talk to people and genuinely make connections with those who, again, are suffering from these different things and just hearing how they're dealing with it, how it affects them. And then also taking a step back so that you can observe yourself, like what are signs of these things? And if it is going on, how can I take a step back before playing in and making this person look like they're a joke or a gesture or some type and just really bringing the right kind of attention, which is you need help. And so, yeah, that's essentially what I'm trying to say. And you know what? I was going to speak more on like the Kim stuff and the blah, blah, blah. But I don't even want to get gossipy or get fucking like, and I feel like that's, hat, that's family business, man. hat on all this because that's real family business that these people need to deal with behind closed door. But I do want to piggyback a little bit off of what you were saying. And that maybe goes into a part of I never want to take credit for anything that's become the 
person that is as go offered today right mm-hmm. but just in terms of you like learning about certain things i've seen like one instance of you learning which had to do with me and a lot of our family had to learn having to do with me because just being vulnerable for a second it's like i've battled with very bad depression since like late high school right and i get into like crazy ruts sometimes i've learned to handle it a little bit better like within the years etc but i mean i've seen how like me in that like i'm basically a caterpillar in a cocoon in a dark room don't want to talk to anyone not eating anything for months blah 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 blah, like gets for my family and friends and my loved ones you know what i'm saying i've seen the effects it's had on other people Mm -hmm. and so clearly it's like i i understand that yes it's something that the person who deals with it right has to work through, has to learn about, and has to work themselves out of, you know, the best of their abilities. But it is a learning process for people that do choose to remain in your life, right? That have to learn how to meander around those things themselves, right? Because if somebody just using them, for instance, or using you, blah, blah, it's like, I know it's probably frustrating at times, right? Like when you can't get me out of the rut and we need to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like when my sisters are blowing up my phone trying to talk to me and I'm just ignoring everybody. Like I'm just not talking to anybody, not talking to my parents for weeks. And I know I've gotten better. So I'm just using like vulnerable like examples of just like some of the worst times in the past. But it's like, it's a learning experience once again for everyone, right? So all of his family that he's talking about, you know, whether it be his like mother-in-law, whether it be his wife, etc., those people are all learning as they go too. So I don't want to ever talk down on those people because it's a process, right? Mm-hmm. When especially when it seems like from the outside, right, that these are people that do love and care about this man. So once again, prayers for Kanye West. We definitely need to take mental health more seriously as a community for men in general. Right. I know a lot of people don't really like to talk on their issues. And to be honest, a lot of people don't like to even if they're not talking and they're just having other people talk to them to kind of open up their eyes to certain things or kind of make them do some self-reflection internally. It's like just put yourself in the position where a you can at least start conversations and dialogues around these different things that might be affecting you. Because I know as someone like myself, I'm not going to go into like some long winded like backstory and things like that. There's been certain key uh, moments in life that. I remember, like, when they happen, I'm just like, ah, shit, okay, like, I guess that's just life, you know, keep it pushing, keep it moving, and then later on, after I wasn't necessarily living the kind of lifestyle I wanted to, and I could tell, like, there was certain baggage that was, like, carrying on with me, I ended up having conversations around these different things, like, loved ones, and, like, people who, I guess, were first in, like, this different realm of, like, psychiatry or whatever that could kind of help me deal with those things so it's just at least make yourself available and vulnerable to be able to process what's happening to you and what has happened and so and when we can yeah for sure when you can because everybody has to build themselves up to those moments yeah because at the end of the day once again i truly believe no matter how good your background was because we grew up privileged in the scope of things in the scale of things like in general we grew up relatively privileged. He got it out the mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we grew up relatively <laughs> privileged. And I know some people grow up extremely privileged. Yeah. Some people grow up extremely, like, with lacking, right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's just like, I think everybody has trauma. Everybody has things in their past that they could work through. I feel like you don't even need to, like, better person. think that. It's just, I it's know. It's the fact. You know what I'm saying? I think truly. And so one thing that we need to start 
whenever there are funds available i know there's a lot of free things right now for black people thankfully mm -hmm. with everything going on people are realizing a lot of the depths of mental health in the black community especially yeah. i have to talk about my people for sure that being said, like trying our best to find therapy, to find cl that close friend that really does care about you, to find your parents, your siblings, your cousins, etc., that are willing to talk to you, that are willing to, or find what you need. This nigga Esgo, like a fucking monk, like I, well, I, they, I they love I, to give me this, I, you know I, what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know if I, I how much I really prescribe to it. But. I'm saying like I could, I go, I go to therapy yeah. like every single year. I go to therapy for months out of the year, and it always helps me for the past few yeah. years. Shout out to my ex for that because that was one of the best things she did for me. That being said Most it's like you i know mine you'll be like nigga like a fucking a, a sunset hike is I therapy say, for this i know nigga. for me he loves nature I just, too much nothing makes you reflect more on yourself i don't want to stay on this too long but i know nothing at least for me makes me reflect more on myself and like tap into things i wasn't aware of and really help me become more in uh, tune with who i am as well as my position in the world and like my connection with other human beings and my spirituality and all that than just putting yourself out in like just the depths of nature by yourself at random times especially like sunrise because something about seeing the sun come up it just makes you so small in the middle of like a mountain makes you feel so small but so capable and like big at the same time and really makes you like forgive yourself and i know that's a conversation for a whole different day but i'm just going to say that too for anybody who is thinking about doing things like that there's something about forgiveness that just gets awake awakened when you go into these positions and i feel like that's probably at the base of like any type of like i guess mental health or like you know going through things and trying to get better is forgiveness because at some point you got to forgive yourself and you got to forgive others for whatever happened to you but i don't exactly. want us to dwell on this too much longer because i know we got a lot more to talk about and with very limited recording time <laughs> no we're, so good. we're gonna sure. figure that out and so like okay. like some of the stuff for sure is like quick topics like our last music topic that i knew wanted to go into wasn't really a topic it was just giving a shout out to be completely honest right. shout out to Nicki minaj because of the fact that it seems like she's talked about wanting to be a mother for a while mm -hmm. right she's talked about motherhood and like waiting till the right points in her oh, career yeah. etc and she just recently announced that she is pregnant so shout out to her once again like speaking about my people my community which i will always use my platform mm -hmm. to do black women have the highest mortality rates and the highest complications while pregnant and mm -hmm. while delivering babies so prayers covering that person and just hoping for the best for her and once again shout out to her and the new budding of a family that she's having look i know Nicki minaj said that all these bitches are her sons damn but looks like they gotta find a new mother damn bars. looks like they gotta find a new damn, mother they gotta bro. find a new brother you can only do that on the off space right you know what i'm saying like where else can you find some bars like that yeah i might pack it up man i'm hanging it up you know what y'all want an off space cypher yo not now. No, save the sauce. Save the sauce. Different video. Different video. Okay, trust, yeah. trust, trust, trust. And so moving on from Nikki, um, we do have a little bit of Trump news. The first bit of Trump oh, this news. This clown. <laughs> Back into <laughs> it with another week of Trump and on his bullshit. One thing I will say, and we're going to skate over because, you know, of the people listening, of course, like... <laughs> The husband and son of U.S. District Court Judge Esther, yeah. Sa Esther Salas, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, were shot this evening after a gunman dressed as a Federal Express delivery driver entered their North Brunswick home. Her son is dead. Her husband is in critical condition. Can I go ahead and just say something right now? What's up? This sounds like a scene from a movie. And the scene prior to it was a man on a phone who was calling for a hit because who goes just coincidentally like 
to and accidentally kill somebody dressed as like somebody who's at their place of work trying to do these certain things when all this seems like it was really a whole process and i mean you were just saying tinfoil hats they work sometimes but she just happens to be the judge so her husband and son got hit she just happens to be the judge that is presiding over the Epstein Deutsche Bank case. Whoa! Whoa! Back to Epstein. That's Alert. incredible. You all so, thought we forgot. We didn't. Speaking a little bit, keeping it on Epstein for a second. Um, <clears throat> y'all's boy Trump wishes, and I don't know how to pronounce this woman's name, and I think it's Ghislaine. Yeah, let me, let me that see pause. one more time because I thought it was Ghislaine Maxwell. We're just going to call her Mrs. Maxwell. G. Maxwell. G. Max. So Trump wished G Max the best and basically was talking about like used to hang out with her and things like that and just saying blah, blah, blah. And so basically, I'm just saying, I'm just saying two ways that this can go. Personally, two ways that this can go. Inspector Gadget is here. The detective. He does that when he has no real facts, but the tinfoil hat is no facts at all i'm about to blatantly start lying by the way so i want to go ahead and preface this by saying i'm lying i don't know anything that being said so look this nigga trump he said yo i know g max they were like yo word where do you know g max from boom 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 right he said something about some tropical sounding place that they would hang out right Mm -hmm. boom 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 i looked at that picture that picture of trump and g max and Epstein, Epstein, there was a palm tree in the back. Boom. The Let's island. Go ahead. The island, nigga. So they were hanging out on the island. Pedo Island. And Trump was on Pedo Island with G-Max. And now he's the president of the United States because y'all bitch-ass niggas. That's the end of the detective. Look, segment. I'm just saying this can go one of two ways. Either if a, the man steps out like this and is really just so cool with, yeah, we knew, I knew her. Like, we were good. I've known her for a minute now. He's trying we're to cover his out. tracks. Think about this. When, when Epstein got brought up, he was like, I, he really didn't know that man like that. <laughs> He was trying to let people know he's really not connected like they thought. But if him claiming her like that, either he's about to it's either one of two things. It's either he's about she saying, really don't tell on me. And I'll she really you. is innocent, like completely, and it's just like a weird like mixture of things. Or she's got a lot deeper shit than Epstein did. Whoa, and she probably has all the facts. And I'm just saying she's a woman too in that position. I know. I'm just saying she probably worked harder to attain her position. She probably got a lot of receipts on these niggas. A lot of receipts. A lot of receipts. He basically said, yo, you don't tell on me. You can tell on that Clinton woman. Don't worry about her. Chrissy Teigen, out of here. Bro, he's been trying to get somebody but, to tell on fucking Hillary for years now. This <laughs> man's been trying to do it himself. <laughs> bro, he said the second. He's like that nigga in class, bro. He did it. <laughs> second, it was all for president. That's uh, funny. funny. But moving right along, though, so for some more Trump news, yeah. he dispatched the feds onto Portland. <sighs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, wasn't this the first instance that the president has directly like unleashed the like federal agents onto a city? Because I know I'm I know I'm not the best for this because I'm confusing. Because to be fair, I thought this has kind of been happening since Trump said that it's different states uh, and the U.S. military should they were requesting the National Guard to be able to step in. So the National Guard, I thought, kind of fell into that realm. However, I know this is a little bit different where it's different. For, uh, was it Homeland Security? I couldn't. Because I think it was Homeland Security oh, DHS, or whatever. Yeah, DHS. Yeah. Um, Customs and Border Patrol. Customs, Customs and Border, Border Patrol. Yeah. Okay, okay, thank cool, you. Cool. And so, yeah, so going around. See, at the table. Unmarked vehicles. You feel me? Yo, that's the core behind you this. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that. But yeah, going around in unmarked vehicles and like dressed down. And just, just snagging niggas. Snagging Just snagging niggas. On the way to, like, on the way out of protests, from protests, like, just all around it, trying to take them straight to, like, courthouses and trying to take them straight to jail. And 
really, I'm not going to lie. The mayor of Portland, the governor, senators have all talked about how this is causing nothing but more problems in that city. Of course. But to and be fair, do you think they actually believe what they're saying? Or do you think they're just using that as like to make it a partisan thing? Because I hope they really mean it. But it really seems like, ah, you fucked up and we're going to use it for our political gain. For me, I think both. Mm-hmm. I think that they know one. I know it's bad and they know that they can spin it. Right. Because I'm a firm believer that all of these politicians are playing the motherfucking game besides maybe a select few like Bernie that's been saying the same thing for 70 years. Whatever. No one likes to listen <laughs> to And them. it's just like if I believe you're all playing a game, if you're playing chess and your opponent fucks up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Guess what you're about to do? Take advantage of the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you understand you're playing the game. And so if they realize, like I'm sure a lot of officials realize that a lot of this force, the police, the federal, like whatever is the National Guard, is not actually doing anything positive in these protests, yeah. right? And in any of these situations. Just being real. I want to, once again, want to believe these are smart individuals. So if I believe that, then obviously they see that it's going to cause negative things, like when they come into that city. Once again, with people randomly missing, people getting um, imagine prosecuted you got, nothing, Imagine blah, you got blah. parents They're waking gonna up say, on you, man. Oh, Trump sent them niggas. Let's fuck with that guy because the Democratic Party's whole platform right now is fuck Trump. Let's not do anything real. Let's just say fuck Trump till we get elected. And so I think they were just trying to spin it to make it better for them. I mean, I don't agree with anything going on in Portland. We just have to call a spade a spade. I'm just saying, though, it's like, think about this, too, for all people listening to our podcast. And I know there still are, even though we blatantly lay out our views certain ways. And I'm not saying everybody who listens to us should agree with us at all. Think for yourselves. But, yeah, think for yourselves. So I know there are definitely people out there who don't necessarily agree with a lot of things we talk about when it comes to Trump or maybe like how this country has been handling uh, the resurgence of like black lives matter over like the summer and everything. And so I just want to ask you though, when you have, think about being in a family where you have individuals, you know, who are out protesting and then protesting peacefully and they're you're expecting to see them come home and all of a sudden the clock strikes like 12 they're not back oh, 2 a.m they're not back the next day they're not back all these things time keeps going by and you're worried sh- like shitless because your loved ones have just disappeared and it's because the u.s military essentially has kidnapped them how would that make you feel you know what i'm saying like if you were in that position like it's easy to support somebody from a position knowing that that's not going to happen to you because you're not going to go to the protest you're not going to do what it takes to be like a voice that and an active member of making a community hurt imagine if you were that person who was trying to be helpful and then that had to happen to you exactly and it's just like once again just speaking about stuff we talked about prior in the protest i personally know people in atlanta you know what i'm saying we had the national guard come down and like watch events etc but it's like we didn't have anything to that level we had small instances i i don't want to undermine there were instances but people weren't getting kidnapped at the rates that they're getting kidnapped in portland and just snagged up and like really just trying to get these niggas out of here for protesting right and so in atlanta though like i know many a person that was in jail for 12 plus hours right 12 plus hours and if none of y'all understand the process a lot of the times these motherfuckers were all just sitting in a holding cell because they didn't even make it into general population Mm -hmm. because they didn't get arrested for anything bro people are getting read their miranda rights after they're already in in, in holding and they're just is that not illegal it is illegal these people are getting violated let's just be real and then their rights are getting violated and they're just kind of skirting them out and saying all right you can go now and there are people that have asked for 
you know, receipts basically on why they were arrested and why they were in jail. And they're supposed to legally be able mm-hmm. to print out documents and give them to you, right? And uh, I know someone personally that was in jail for 13, 14 hours, right? <laughs> Got out and these niggas gave them a note that just said, was in jail. That's not a legal paper. Like you can't use that in court. You can't use that to dismiss anything. You can't sue anybody off of that. You can't prove you were there because they're not going to give them the video of you sitting in the holding cell. So it's like a lot of fishy shit is still going on off of these Black Lives Matter protests. So y'all still be strong. Y'all still be out there. Y'all still speak up for these things and y'all still fight, of course. But just be be cognizant of the fact that a lot of weird shit is going on and please look out for your brothers and sisters while you're all out there because once again i like to give a big shout to the white people that are using their privilege to the best of their ability to try to protect the people of color and the black people because it's starting to too. see though it's starting to seem low-key as time goes on police aren't getting less discriminative who they're snatching up too they're like oh fuck it we're getting those white, so we're getting those white people out of here too now the person like, i told you everybody everybody was white here. you know what i'm saying like <laughs> they were locked up for that time and so that is just looking weird yeah. i just hope it doesn't advance too because people always one thing we've noticed about history right and the crazy thing is about history repeating itself and people Mm -hmm. not necessarily like giving credence to the fact that history is very much (laughs) repeating itself and we're just doing the same things and falling into the same traps is that when martial law starts in a small controlled area right if 45 gets reelected it might not just be Portland. It might turn into... Because he said... Yeah, he was talking like, about how they were doing such a great job and we need to do it in all the major cities. So that's going to become like a Portland, an LA, right. an Atlanta, a New York City. I'm and just then it's saying, slowly going to spread to the whole United States till they just control everything. Election is the most important election of our lifetime, obviously, so far. Because, I mean, we're 20-some years young, obviously. Like, it's cool. But at the same time, the direction the country can take past this election is going to be almost determinant of whether or not a lot of people want to live here and not just want to live here want to actively claim like to be americans because i know if 45 gets reelected, that man you know i'm going to save a lot of like whatever the political commentary what i believe was going to happen later to for later in case it does happen and then we'll address it because you know i'm not going to claim things a little bit prior but i'm just saying have some have practice a little bit of foresight and knowing how to protect yourselves and kind of people and some weird shit's going on and that's I'm just going to leave it at that. Absolutely. So just moving right along. What do we got now, man? What are we moving into? I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. Woo! There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Listen. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one like me. There's no one that can catch me. My defense is in. My style is impetuous and I'm just ferocious and I want his heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Tyson is coming back to fight Roy Jones Jr. (laughs) Roy Jones Jr. on September 12th. September 12th. And I have a couple things to say about this fight and it has nothing to do with the God Mike Tyson because I said nothing but respects from that nigga because he would beat my stupid ass for even thinking Many about Many months the in the making of him wow. leading up to that revelation, wow. by the way. Wow. Be Please tune dumbass. into some of the All Space Podcast episodes that we've had before where Chuka genuinely thought that he could put the paws on Mike Tyson for one for round. For a one whole round. round. One round. For a whole round. That nigga would kill me. I, I want to just go ahead and be clear. This is Chuka Offer speaking. That be nigga clear. would kill me. But that being said... 
I want to talk about the undercard, and I have Dude, to give some respects to the undercard. I'm fucking geeked. I have to give I'm some respects geeked, to the man. undercard, right? Nate Robinson's on the undercard, right? Yeah, man. Nate Robinson's fighting Jake Paul. Yeah, man. And the only thing is, the only thing I want to give respect to, and it's not the fact that I don't think I could beat the dog shit out of Jake Paul, because I can and will beat the dog shit out of Jake Paul one day in Staples Center, just so the world can watch yeah. that, because that's going to be a good fight. That being said... I hope that all of my black brothers and sisters, because I know a lot of people love sports betting, right? Mm -hmm. And I hope none of y'all get your money fucked up by betting on Nate Robinson. I was about it's a fight to say, of boxing. Look, man. Boxing, there's reach. That nigga way bigger than him. I know look. Nate can bounce over niggas, but let's be real. Y'all are in a ring and y'all are fighting niggas. Look. Please bet your money correctly. I'm going Tyson Jake. I'm geeked for this I fight. I hate that nigga too, but I'm just being real. And I don't know... To be honest, I don't know how the main card is going to turn up. Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson. I hope Mike Tyson wins. And to be Cleaning honest, that nigga I up. think he will too. Cleaning him up. But I don't, I don't even Fuck know Roy what Jones to expect nigga. when they step into it. I'm sorry. However, for that undercard, a lot of people are talking shit on my name. And a lot of people are giving me heat for it. Especially in some of these past things I've seen. But I've kept up with a lot of these fucking fights since this man Jake Paul decided to start boxing. All right, And it was looking like scrub hours for a lot of the early fights. But that last fight, even though it was pretty shit, I started to see a little glimpses of him being a real boxer. So if he's been consistently boxing and goes into a training camp against Nate Robinson, who is 36 years old, 34, 36 like years old. we have old, to be real. And he is real. short. And he does real. not have reach. And he does not have that weight. It is going to be a problem for that man. However, Nate Robinson is not. A dog. He's he, a listen, dog. I'm saying this. He's not to be underestimated because a lot of like power, especially when it comes to like, I guess, setting up for like uppercuts and things like that, come from leg strength. And you know what Nate Robinson has? To Nothing but leg strength. That nigga we saw likes. that man bouncing at his height over the likes, jumping over Dwight Howard. You know what I'm saying? Like, Casual? trust me, I never want to underestimate. Casual? And my first jump was to just assume Nate Robinson was going to clean this nigga up because I never want to vote against a black man. But that being said, you got to be real with yourself. That, that being said, you got to be real. Jake's younger, right? Because age does go into effect. And then we talk about fights. One, The one thing is, I never said I would touch Mike up, pause. It's just like in that one round. The one thing I thought I had on him was just reach and the fact that he's 50-something. But then you think about the fact that Mike Tyson weighs 20 more pounds than me. He's heavier than me at 5'10". And he's used to fighting people. And he's used to fighting reach. people bigger than me and with bigger reaches because he'll just get in there and kill you. Like, Jake is... Everything that I thought that Mike had against him versus me, mm -hmm. Nate has against him versus Jake. I think a and lot Jake's of, younger and has been training for longer. I think a lot of what we don't know or understand, though, because we know Nate Robinson to be a basketball player. So a lot of what we might not understand is this man might have a boxing background. And to be fair, he might have been boxing against people bigger than him. But I've just personally never seen it. So it's hard for me to give that type of a credence. I think Nate Robinson's just an ultra competitor and an athlete. And so I'm assuming that from the clips I saw of him training and things like that, I think he just wanted to step up to the challenge. And I think they needed to find an undercard for the uh, Tyson fight. And knowing how gimmicky this fight kind of is with older competitors, Mike Tyson coming out of retirement after so long, all these things. There's, they stepped up to the next big person that has kind of been in this gimmicky boxing realm but has attracted a large numbers, and that's been the Paul brothers. And so they reached out to him. Nate Robinson probably just thought to himself, I can fuck, fuck him up, and if not, I'm going to make some money. And it's like, I'm going to go out and try my hardest, and he stepped up to the plate. So I'm like not a regular fight. If he loses, I'm, I'm not going to feel bad if Nate Robinson loses. I wouldn't feel bad I'm, I'm not going to like talk shit about him and any of that. I would never anyway, but I'm saying I'm not going to like try and throw dirt on his name because I think he's with the white man trying to see what he could do. Can't do that with my brother. 
All right, so all luck tonight. I know I'm just a, if I was a betting man, I would just go off of like optics. Are you? Do you want to fly out to Vegas like before, and just so we can play some bets down? You will be seeing us off space Las Vegas coming soon. It's cheap yeah. tickets. I'm just saying we These can get a quick round trip just to drop a little cheap bit of money. Also, I really might fly out to Vegas for some bets. We might do a vlog of it. Niggas we got the video side now. Niggas gonna dress up like we're Havana Nights again, but just to go out to Vegas to fucking bet. Literally go on a flight, bet, and then fly back. Niggas not paying to stay out there to do what? The strip clothes. That'd be crazy. But that being said, um, Shouts out to him. Um, I wanted to do. I wanted to give a big shout out to the W NBA starting back up mm-hmm. because I am going to be catching some of the games this year because a I want to show more support to female sports, of course. But mm-hmm. b it's there's they've got a killer in Sabrina Ooh. Ionescu, and that is one of my favorite athletes on the planet. Period, man or woman. And so I'm really excited to see her. Like I really want to see her in dog season versus the pros because mm-hmm. you saw how she was cleaning up people her age. Like when you first told me about it, I was like. Oh, this person's like going hard, blah blah. Because I'm not just trying to boost for the we, fact of like she's a woman. I'm trying to no, boost people who I know are good at what they fucking do. And we saw and the, she's good at what she fucking does. And it's not even just the women thing. It's just like we saw the Connecticut team. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I lived through that. Like lived mm-hmm. through these niggas just like winning years. Through like years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's there's it's, there's no way it's gonna be more impressive than that. And then I literally just watched her play. It's more impressive than and that in one person. Like and so she is nuts. So I can't wait to see her play. The WNBA side. It is nice to see the season coming back and a lot of like NBA players are trying to raise awareness around it too. Like you saw them coming to like the scrimmages and kind of in the bubble wearing the orange hoodies with like the uh, WNBA logo on it, trying to show support and like solidarity for like their women counterparts. It is kind of sad though, cause I'm not gonna lie. You have some of the best talent in the WNBA, and I don't know why the plight feels like it, uh, or like the fight feels like it has to be put on their shoulders to be a part of. But you have a lot of quality players who have stepped out of that realm to support like matters bigger than them. Like Maya Moore has been one of the best WNBA players in the in last history. And like I want to say in history, but I know at least I can I can say she's been. She is a top player in history, though. Oh, she's and a so, Hall of Famer already. And so she gave up her whole last season to help a man get out of jail who was wrongfully imprisoned. Like, you can't make these kind of stories up. And you know what I'm it's, it's kind of crazy, and it's cool to see, but a lot of t- good talents out like that. I'm hoping still, though, that the a lot of quality talent is still playing so that people who are finally... Because I think a lot of people are going to give the WNBA a chance when they haven't had access to sports and now they're just on a little bit of a high because I know people who weren't even trying to watch the NBA like that. Nick, I've been watching middle school highlights on YouTube, bro. I've been watching anything. I need hoops, bro. I need hoops. And so I will be watching that WNBA. I promise you that. And shout out to Shea Serrano. Mm -hmm. The man's always been a big advocate, like, uh, I guess, just women's basketball in general. And I know he put up all the pre-order money on one of his uh, latest releases to do a thousand dollar half court shot challenge for the aces first game uh, and so it was kind of nuts to see like him supporting people like that and like supporting these young women like their pursuits to just be hoopers and do what they do so y'all motherfuckers learn take notes and do better yes sir ski and then moving right along in more sports news the today was the last day of the english premier league and then i'm gonna let Ezgo wrap us up on the pod with just nba bubble stuff right mm-hmm. but just give y'all a little bit of news just because i know we do have people that do enjoy watching soccer i love watching soccer but we never brought it up initially because we didn't know if it was just like a big enough draw you know with our audience yeah but that being said um liverpool ended up winning the league like they've been one like they won weeks ago but they didn't end up beating the point record which they very easily could have done but these niggas on the beach right now like they, they've been celebrating worried. they don't give a fuck and so shout out to liverpool um 
Bournemouth, Watford, and Norwich ended up getting relegated, which it was scary to see. I'm not going to lie. It made me kind of sad a little bit today, even though, like, being real, you should have showed up all season. Mm -hmm. But Bournemouth was playing Everton today, and they put on a clinic to try their best to, like, stay alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But just, it was one of those situations where if they won, these people had to lose and blah, blah, blah for them to stay. They're just fighting for their fucking lives at that point. And things didn't fall into their um, hands. Because wasn't, uh, I guess, obviously because you could tell the way that the seating ended up and how things played out Aston Villa was in dangerous trouble these getting niggas, relegated too so. these niggas got so lucky I'm not gonna lie to you Aston Villa got so lucky and wouldn't it be crazy to see them get relegated though because I feel like that's just a name that's kind of established things like it's that it's a name that's been established but they, I, if I'm not mistaken they have been in and out in the last mm-hmm. decade because they haven't been the best I think DJ said like this might be their first year back in so, the, so. after I think they were out just like six years ago mm-hmm. about once again we'd have to double check that but Aston Villa our whole lives has been a big enough club that it's weird to not hear about them in the prem yeah and so i don't know it was it's just cool i guess watching like players like a graylish mm-hmm. right because graylish is their best player by far right so that nigga looks so unworried like don't get me wrong it's just like bro if they got relegated a big team was going to pick him up because he could he could play on any team in the world right now like graylish is a star mm-hmm. like he's a good good guy and they got some of the uh season ending stuff i guess uh, you would probably know this more than me, but I think um, Vardy just got the is the oldest player to ever win the um, Golden Boot. <laughs> bro, fuck James Vardy's old ass, bro. This nigga <laughs> look ninety three, and he looks pissed off at all times, bro. Like nobody ever wanted. No offense, Wait, to Vardy. Cause I, I, I want to say something because I don't want to fuck up and give credit to the wrong person. Because uh, it's not necessarily him. I'm giving credit. Uh, I'm scared to, but. He wasn't the person who was involved in that DUI, right? No, I don't believe so. All right, then. Then we're cool. We're good. Anyway. Yeah, it's Jamie Vardy. And yeah, he yeah. won it for the first time, and he was the oldest player to do so. And so, like, shout out to Vardy. Don't get me wrong, but that shit is just hilarious to me. And, um... Moving right along, though, my roommate's a big Arsenal fan, and I know a lot of Arsenal fans. Shout out to y'all. Y'all, they ended up clinching, like, the eighth spot, right? Which was nuts to me, because Sheffield looks crazy mm-hmm. for a big chunk of the season, and then they've just been fucking sandbagging the last fucking few weeks. <laughs> and so Arsenal found a way to slime their way into eighth. So they're going to actually mm-hmm. be able to still play for a cup next season, so that's going to be interesting to watch. So I just can't wait till soccer comes back. Right. I so. think I'm going to be really not going to lie, because especially after y'all don't understand. And I know it's a weird way to really dive back in the sport of like soccer and everything. And like especially being excited for games. But you've you've seen it because you live here. Me and DJ have played an ungodly amount of FIFA. Shouts out to DJ. An ungodly amount. Y'all niggas play so, every day. And so being able to, I guess, get the uh, I guess the attraction of soccer back from that game and bringing it to uh my eyes for just a spectator standpoint it is nice and i'm excited to kind of keep up with the seasons moving forward and everything and so shouts out once again to the prem shout out to everybody watching i love fucking with my friends because i'm uh, see it. i've been like this for most sports throughout my life which as can attest to other than my obvious allegiances to the pelicans the saints and the lsu mm-hmm. like that's been the only real allegiances for me like Usually it's I like a player, so I like the team because of the player. Like mm. that was how I was with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He was my favorite player for most of my life, and um, it's just funny. I feel like soccer's easy to do that though because we don't. The biggest, uh, I would say, what the biggest leagues aren't in the U.S. and shit. For sure. So like when you're trying to be a fan of like I guess some overseas shit, a lot of the times what attracts you there is the players. Like I'm not a Liverpool fan, but Fernando Torres is my favorite player of all time. 
No, for surely. And that's that's a big thing that a lot of people do. But it's funny because a lot of my friends, they are like diehard fans of like certain teams, mm-hmm. whether it be like an Arsenal or a Man City, etc. And so I love the fact that I'll just wear anything. You know what I'm saying? I'll pull up in the Liverpool kit. I'll pull up in the Crystal Palace kit, nigga. Like, I'll pull up in anything. Shouts out to Ash. It's just mm-hmm. like <laughs> these motherfuckers get so mad sometimes. Like, I love fucking with your scenes, Ash, just because pause. But it's just like that man gets so mad when it comes to Man City because he loves them niggas. So I don't want to take yeah, it away these from are really diehard fans. For real for real like that's a real real fan but i just love saying shit like oh manchester's red my friend blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and talking about like the young talent jesse lingard is almost 30 bro that's not young talent but niggas still like to say shit like that it's how just long ago was thing. that world cup bro it really felt like that man was so young it felt like he was so young right but it's like he wasn't even young back then he wasn't though. even that young it's just people have been selling him as like youth mm-hmm. which i guess 20s are still your youth but that nigga like 28 29 yeah and it's funny though because he scored today and so i immediately was talking to you seeing them i was like mm-hmm. Bro, y'all don't got a talent like Jesse Lingard. Bro, somebody had a stat up for players who have scored or whatever, and it was like Lingard won, like uh, Ronaldo, like all these different dudes, like zero, but it was like a stat that they couldn't even get a goal in. Of course. <laughs> bro, this nigga, <laughs> had to, the his manager had to tell him to get off Instagram. Bro, that's crazy. Because he was on a, too much, he was on social media so much since like the World Cup, just being popping, hanging out with people, yeah. really pulling a Kuzma. Bro, I was about to and say, so, I was like, just <laughs> about to say soccer's Kuzma. <laughs> he's soccer's Kuzma, Lingard is soccer Kuzma. <laughs> so much potential, but he's putting in the wrong place. <laughs> put his potential in everywhere else but speaking of Kuzma shout out to the bubble yeah man uh bro I've never once in my life in my life whether it be high school middle school like college been excited to watch a scrimmage of any sports team because that's boof behavior that's doof behavior there's no reason you're going you're going to spectate the season and you're going to watch the playoffs and you're going to see some runs that's cool NBA bubble, as soon as this shit even got announced, really got brought back, it's been one of those, I'm watching the highlights, I'm catching games as they're playing, I'm excited for it. I don't know about you, like, seeing us be- Nigga, I was ready to take my shirt off in my room watching a scrimmage. That's how badly I've missed who- What? Bro, I'm not gonna lie, seeing us do Denver the way that we did without Zion- I think we might win. we might go ahead and get the chip this year. More tunes for their head tops. I told you. Without Zion, I think we might get the chip. Zion just you got didn't, back you didn't tell me. You Zion, didn't tell Zion, me. I couldn't tell you because your eyes were me. open. I was about to say, I called this at the beginning of the season as a possibility. Your eyes were open. Your eyes have been open. Like I tried to tell everybody, shout out to the New Orleans Pelicans 2020 NBA champions mm-hmm. on the way. Yes, sir. All right. If they're if not, not 2021. Look, I'm not even going to say if they're not because last year I called the champions. This year I'm going to call them again, the underdogs. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Vegas, yeah. you're going to see me soon. These niggas already got to know what the fucking vibes are like new orleans pelicans to the day we die zion the best player in the league did you see Zoe, the best point guard in the league i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep it too much pelicans right now because i know we always do but that boy bobo is going stupid and he's looking like another kd bro he's looking crazy and the funniest part about bobo going crazy is like bro niggas are gonna cancel me never mind but um it's it's like the second he started going nuts look at this Esco truly thinks I'm gonna be the one that gets the Oscar. Bro, we're canceled. one video in. This man's trying to get us canceled. That's crazy. <laughs> it's just like the crazy thing about him going nuts is Bobo was on fire, you know, shooting crazy, blocking crazy. Bro, he stuffed the nigga, walked down the court, said, I'm not passing to you, and Bro, then went a three. Jokic called for the ball. Star player. Star. Your biggest play, uh, player by far. Your franchise player. I would real. say it was one of the top players in the league. Calls for the ball, and he says, nah, fuck that. Said, Pull okay. up from the three, and then slashes. Iconic. I'm just saying. They drug tested him right after the game, by the way, because they thought something yeah. had to be up. They said, a nigga that looked like you is not playing like this. And so they had to drug test him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice, though, because... <laughs> 
you know, they're kind of treating these like preseason games. Like, obviously, teams want to win, and you're seeing stars play, but you're not really seeing stars But you'll stars see stars play, play like a, a half max. Exactly. Like, it's usually like a quarter. Like really. So you're seeing a lot of the younger talent and a lot of the, like, I guess, bench depth and things like that, and whether or not these players stay consistent during the off time. And the during off the caught it. We called Bobo a steal of the draft mm-hmm. just because we were confused how low he went because he got injured at Oregon, so he wasn't allowed to play it the whole season. So niggas drafted him like late in the first, and it was just like when you bro, got somebody who's this he's seven, seven foot. He's seven. I think he's like seven three. You know what I'm seven, saying? He's he's somewhere around there, and but, and his bag is offense. You got a over seven footer who consistently pull up from three. I remember seeing this before, and what did he do? Get multiple championships. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And so, do you have anything else to add? Uh, I know they're coming back into the regular games here within the next week, uh, I believe. Zion back, by the way. Yeah. Just in case y'all niggas was ready to talk, Zion back. And so... Good four-day quarantine. I think now that we got this video side up, um, before I go ahead and get into, like, the closing shit, the off space might go ahead and try and put together some collaborative experiences and kind of community uh, events for some maybe some of these... Um, broadcast going on whether we do like live watch parties or whatever you know i'm just spitballing some shit here and trying to i'm not trying to watch basketball with nobody not named cullen or gavin so what's am yeah but i mean we might live stream it we oh, might no. live stream us <laughs> watching games so anyway <laughs> everybody who's I'm listening with y'all love all of y'all for sure everybody who's listened to this point though we appreciate y'all if you have any uh, comments on hmm. yeah oh yeah sure. but <laughs> no it's all good but it's all good, but we appreciate everybody. We love everybody. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Next week, I'm about to hit as go with some of the craziest poverty or privilege. Don't think we forgot about that because that's definitely one of my most fun segments. But this week, we're going to give a little bit of a break to it. You know, let it yeah. breathe for a second. I about to say, you know, let we got breathe. consistent segments. Let Y'all know you're going to see it eventually here and there. For sure. But other than that, my name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is The Off Space. Yeah. Space, space, space. <laughs>